This program contains material that is to be used as a reference tool only. The content of this program may not contain materials or ideas suitable for all scenarios or in all states. Opinions provided on this program are those of the program participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of American National Group Incorporated or its subsidiaries. And welcome to On Air with Education and Development. I'm your host, Christina Lashmet, and we have this special bonus episode for you. We're going to be focusing on things you can do to protect your business and our clients' information. I have two guests with me today. First, I have Leela Starr. She's the Director of Enterprise Threats and Vulnerability Management out of the Springfield office. Leela, thank you for joining me today. Hi, Christina. It's great to be here. And I also have Jimmy Watson. He is the Vice President, Chief Information Security Officer out of Galveston, Texas. Jimmy, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. So let's jump into this. Jimmy, do you want to tell us why we're here today? Sure. Thank you. Well, first, October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So we're trying to get that thing started nice and strong. But more to the point, you know, I'm, I'm here to really break down and maybe demystify, maybe recenter how everyone should really think about cybersecurity. Before I got into the role of cybersecurity, you know, everybody has that kind of mental picture of, you know, these lone hackers on Jolt Cola in their mom's basement plugging away all times of night, you know, with Matrix looking stuff coming down the screen. The reality of it, yeah, some people are like that, but for the most part, these are criminal organizations that are really designed and set up to, you know, really run the whole ecosystem of obtaining information and selling that information. That can be really daunting. And there's always been this kind of old adage in cybersecurity. It's like, oh, well, you're already hacked. You just don't know it yet. And I've never really liked that because it's very defeatist. And it doesn't make us feel like we have anything that we can really do or have at our disposal to really influence our future. What I'd like to do is really kind of break that down. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to be good enough. You know, somebody says, well, the other adage is the good guys have to be right all of the time and the bad guys only have to be right once. And I would counter that with actually the bad guys just have to be able to cross every hurdle we throw at them. But eventually it's not a capture the flag kind of thing. They're in it for the money. And if it's too hard to get to our network, or to our access or our data, then they'll go somewhere else. So we don't have to be perfect. We just have to be better than the next guy because they're not going to waste their time here if they can turn a quick dime somewhere else. I'd like to make a comment that when I think of cybersecurity, it's so behind the scenes that for me, it doesn't feel attainable. You know, it's this is something that happens Mm -hmm. and these people are super smart and I'm not a technical person like they are. And so what can I do? But really, we all have a duty to protect and we all have the buy-in, if you will, when it comes to cybersecurity. Even us logging into a computer puts us at risk. And and just because we don't understand it doesn't mean we can't arm ourselves with tools and different things to protect our clients' information and, and protect our field force running their business. You're spot on. Another quote that I've heard is everybody has access to information and information systems. And every attacker wants what you have. So it doesn't have to be that they have to go and defeat a firewall and bypass antivirus and anti-malware and everything else, especially when all they have to do is type an email and hit send. 
So a lot of times people would kind of want to take that approach. Oh, well, it's so complicated and it's so convoluted and, you know, I don't understand all that stuff. That's somebody else's job. And the reality of it is they're attacking the human element because all those other things are done so well. Yeah. That really drives home the point that we as individuals are really, frankly, on the front line of it every single day. Has an insured called you to file a claim on their behalf? Or do you need to help with an existing claim? Our concierge team is here to assist you. Dakota here to let you know our claim support group has a line dedicated to American national agents. The concierge team is ready to help you file new claims and get advanced help on existing claims. No need to stay on hold waiting with other callers. We provide front-of-the-line service for our agents. We'll advocate for you when handling claim issues and necessary escalations. We can also assist with agent central navigation for claims-related topics. If you're calling from a phone number recognized by the company, you'll be automatically routed to us. You can also email us at concierge at americannational.com. We look forward to working with you. Leela, you've got some like everyday stories to share with us to kind of make this real. You know, one of the most important things that we can all do to combat cybercrime is to be aware and to be educated. You hear examples in the news every single day, if you look for them, of somebody clicking on a phishing email and it led to a security breach that cost the company hundreds of thousands or even billions sometimes of dollars. It can create a loss in reputation. Clients aren't going to trust the company that isn't protecting their data for their viewpoint. And while no cybersecurity program is 100% secure, I mean, it's too dynamic for us to be able to say that we can do our best and awareness and education play a big role in that. Back in June, there was a news article that kept popping up on the news feeds because it was just (laughs) somebody's best day and somebody's worst day. There was a man who lost an entire city's population's worth of data after he went out one night drinking. And it was because he thought that having the sensitive personal data of, I believe it was 465,000 people on one flash drive was okay because the flash drive was encrypted. He went out drinking, lost the flash drive, and somehow managed to find it the next day, which is why it was also his best day ever. They determined that it had not been tampered with. But can you imagine losing that data, finding out it had been tampered with, and an entire city is put at risk? No, no, crippling panic attack. Like even just thinking (laughs) about it. I mean, oh my goodness, no. Right. And if that person had had proper training and proper awareness, they would have never even considered taking that kind of data out somewhere in their pocket or in their bag to where it could have been lost. That's one extreme example. You see lots and lots of headlines about somebody taking somebody's identity on LinkedIn, for example, or somewhere else and emailing a company and saying, hey, I am CEO so-and-so or I am the CFO so-and-so and we need to do a wire transfer to complete X deal. They can be very, very convincing. To Jimmy's point, these are not amateur individuals. These are people who do this for a living. These are people who are backed by states in some cases. And they have resources at their disposal to make these things convincing. Yeah, I I wonder, how much would a data breach cost? Like, if we're going to put a dollar amount on it, let's put a price tag. How much does a data breach cost? So, in 2022, 
the average in the United States was $9.44 million. But I've seen anywhere between $150 to $250 a record. And then you, of course, have the regulatory fines and other things. The cost of the breaches are going up. Let's talk about what's available. We've talked about the cybersecurity piece, how scary essentially it can be when personal information can get into the wrong hands. So what are we as American National doing for our agents and our other staff members? In order to take the precautions that are necessary to prevent ourselves and our businesses from becoming victims, we have partnered with a cybersecurity awareness training vendor called Ningio. They create Hollywood-style micro-learnings that are three to four minutes, and they're very entertaining. We're going to be making some of those courses available in the next few weeks so that agents can get out there and look at those and take away those learnings and put them into practice. They also offer a friends and family feature, which means that you can sign those that work in your office up to receive the latest video on a monthly basis. They'll have access to whichever video Ninjio is putting out, the three to four minute micro learning of the month. And these are all based on real events. So they take news headlines and they turn them into lessons learned. It's not your traditional corporate training. This isn't a PowerPoint or something that won't grab your attention. I can tell you that I've tested these videos out on uh, my own family and even my daughter, who is seven years old. And she was incredibly entertained by them and wanted to watch more. So I think that that says something. And she understood the concept. We also are looking at creating a space on Agent Central where we're going to be sharing tips and tricks periodically. We will put headlines out there for you that are applicable. We are going to be utilizing a lot of the information that's available on CISA's website. If you're not familiar with CISA, it's the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. They have an entire page for cybersecurity for small business, which is very, very helpful because I know that a lot of the headlines, they like the big dollar amounts, but small businesses are becoming more and more and more targeted. I think the idea that people have that because a business might be smaller, it won't be a target, is something that is going to have to be adjusted in the future. I think this makes us different because it's no cost to the agent. We're just trying to make sure that everybody has the resources they need to make sure that the data that they are protecting and that they are collecting for clients is secure. And that in turn will protect the businesses and allow everybody to be successful. I personally, as a consumer, I remembered when Target got breached. That was a huge thing all over the news. And I think it resonated with a lot of people because it's kind of like the everyday shopper. Lots of folks go to Target and to know that their credit card information was stolen or if they were going to be a victim and the stress of that and having to deal with it. You know, everybody was kind of on high alert. And so you don't think about providing your personal information, easy pay information, that kind of stuff to say your insurance company or your agent. It's just a different level, but it's it's not that it's impossible, which is why we want to share this information with our folks on the front lines who are obtaining and storing that information. That's an excellent example. I personally know someone who still won't shop at Target to this day. It's been long enough that they have hopefully and more than likely fixed the issues that were there and that they are more cyber aware than they were before because that reputation loss has stuck with that person. Mm -hmm. 
And really, that is one of the biggest threats for businesses is loss of reputation and loss of trust. It's just incredibly, incredibly important that we do everything we can to make sure that we're securing data. American National is proud to offer a variety of products and services to help protect what our clients value most. Though there are situations where American National must decline higher risk business. That's where brokerage operations comes in. Our brokerage team offers access to a network of approved companies that provide our agents with an opportunity to place those ineligible or decline risks. Our team is available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Central Time to assist with placement questions, facilitating appointments, answering company-specific questions, and more. You can reach us directly at brokerage at AmericanNational.com. We are always happy to hear from you. One example of an attack vector that remains at the top of every list and every report that is out there is phishing. 84% of the data breaches in 2021 were a result of phishing attacks. Part of the problem is that we keep focusing on teaching people to look for the red flags. They need to know what the red flags are, but we're not addressing the other issues where the brain fills in the things that it expects to see. That is definitely one of the areas where we need to focus We need to make sure that people understand how hackers use phishing to steal credentials, the kinds of things that they try to change so that you will fall for their attempts, like a misspelling in a word that you might look over and see it as correct because you expect it to be correct. We need to teach you to read very carefully and understand that your brain may look over something and they'll use that to their advantage. Because to Jimmy's point earlier, these attackers are very intelligent they're supported and they know they know how to play the human element so we have to make sure that we are as impenetrable as we can possibly be against these attacks and awareness training is going to be key in that fight so Lila, you're talking about those emails on it like and i'm going to flip this to a personal level but like whenever i get an email to let me know my paypal account has been uh, suspended and paypal has maybe two y's in it but i might not notice because i just see paypal and my brain doesn't count the second why because it's not just registers it as paypal and that's hooked to my bank account and i automatically freak out click on it take the steps and boom somebody's got all my banking information that's exactly right because they're going to understand that that is something that your brain will automatically look over and recognize and honestly in the past depending on what your exposure has been i think that we automatically give a certain level of leeway for things like typos I mean, how many of us have received a text message where somebody's like, oh, I'm sorry, autocorrect. Oh, yeah. All we the do time. the same thing in email, yeah. right? But we can't. We have to make sure that we're verifying that that is a legitimate email, especially if it's from a company and it looks like it's something that would be automated. They should have a template, and those are typically free of errors. And if not, reach out. Find out if this is something that's legitimate. Find out if it's not. If it's not, report it. It all goes back to the see something say something, do something motto that's so popular in cybersecurity. And that's because it's so true. If you see something suspicious, but you don't report it, and your coworker receives that same email, you may not have fallen for it, but maybe your coworker did. So that's another aspect of this. You also don't want to forward anything suspicious. You want to check into it, because if you forward it, you could potentially be sending something malicious to somebody else. You know, when you receive an email that looks suspicious or has a typo or the domain or the the hyperlink looks like it's going to take you somewhere different, don't reply. 
contact those individuals through your own bona fide methods, right? If you've got that person's email address in your contact, start a new email and say, hey, did you send this to me? But if you reply, you're replying to the guy that's trying to hack you. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, not <laughs> and the same thing goes for text messages, especially text messages, because they can put any link they want in there. And a lot of times they'll use a URL shortener. So if you receive a text message from PayPal or Discover or your bank or anything else, call that institution. Use your number. Look at the back of your card. Call them. Don't do not click on the link that they send you, because if it's there for your convenience, it's there for the attacker. Jimmy, you want to close us out here? Yeah, certainly. You know, at the end of the day, the messaging that we're trying to get across here is that cybersecurity is, on the whole, very complex. But when you break it down into the simplest things, there's plenty of things that we can all do to protect ourselves and the information that we can have access to. The little things like not reusing passwords, requiring and and using multi-factor authentication when available to us, things of that nature. Everything that we do, you know, it doesn't have to add up to be perfect. It just has to add up to be good enough. At the end of the day, yes, it's, it's daunting, but it's also not insurmountable. And it is a business risk that has to be managed. But through a partnership and hopefully more uh, interaction, you know, moving forward in the future and through the publications that Leela's mentioning and the training that we're offering, we can help start bridging that gap from something that's seen as some individual in a basement somewhere trying to hack into your network to just let's not make unforced errors and make people go somewhere else. If an agent needs to reach out, say they need help or they have any questions, how's the best way for them to reach you? We can be reached at cybersecurityawareness at americannational.com. That is a group inbox that my team manages. So anytime that you have questions, if you have ideas of things that you would like to see on Agent Central, we would love to hear those too. Please reach out to us and give us the feedback. We look forward to hearing from you. Awesome. Well, thank you two so much for taking your time to hang out with me today and share a little bit of your knowledge with our field force and and just that importance of how and why and the training that's going to be available to them so that way they can protect their business and our clients' information. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us to invest in your business. We want our program to work for you. If you have a topic you want to hear or would like to be a guest, connect with us through podcast at AmericanNational.com.